Hello, IERC family. Happy New Year. I hope 2021 is off to a great start for you. Uh, this is our first video for 2021, and today we want to talk about motivation. I realize that over the COVID-19 season, some of you may have struggled with motivation, and so we want to help you with that. So today I have two of my really good friends. Both are coaches. Uh, one is Mario Verlardi. You all know him. He's a longtime coach, and uh, I know he's helped a number of you. We've had him out at our clinics on Saturday mornings. Very informed uh, coach. He's uh, coached a number of people. Uh, and in the past, he was a great runner himself, and now he's using all that knowledge and experience to help other people. We're also happy to have Chuck Thompson, another good friend of mine, who is a certified Road Runners Club of America coach, a great marathon runner, triathlete. And so today they're going to help us uh, with this topic of motivation. So guys, thanks for being here. Appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you for the invite. Thanks. Thank you, Reggie. So the first thing I want to talk about, guys, is uh, in terms of motivation. You know, for the past 10 months or so, all races have been canceled. And you know us runners, we get motivated externally. We get motivated by training. We get motivated by anticipating races. And uh, a lot of that was taken away from us last year. And so I, I know a lot of people personally who have shut down just running until races open back up. And there have been other runners who've cut back significantly. And uh, as a result of that, they're losing some of that physiological benefits that they've already built up. So talk to us a little bit about uh, this. Uh, we're not sure when race is going to open back up, but what would you say to our runners uh, who have either shut it down completely or they've cut back significantly? What would you say to runners about the physiological, the physical benefits of continuing to run? So Coach Mario, let's start with you. What would you say to that? Well, the, the, the huge benefits, um, they've probably seen it themselves. They're, they're not as, as uh, um, strong. They're not as motivated. They're not as um, uh, happy because uh, you, you need that release. You need, you need the, to, to go out and leave it all on, on the trails and the roads and the track and, and get that, those endorphins kicking in. And when you don't have that and you're just walking around like a slug, as athletes, you know, we're missing, we're missing that, that, that toned body, the toned legs. Uh, you feel better about yourself uh, when you're not doing it, when you shut down, it catches up to you real quick. You know, those donuts, right, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> I have a box waiting on you, man, after this video. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Chuck, what would you say to that? Well, I, I guess at first I just offer words of encouragement that, you know, you haven't lost it all. Um, you know, if you've, you've been running for any amount of time, um, you can get that fitness back. Um, and there are a lot of benefits to that. Um, technically, studies have shown that, you know, running, exercising adds years to your life. The longer you run, the more you run, the longer you're going to live. Um, there are other just phys physical benefits of better sleep. Um, your immune system's better, especially during this time. Um, you're healthier. Your metabolic rate um, increases. Um, it improves your, your muscle strength and your bone density, those kinds of things. So there's a lot of physical reasons um, to keep running. Um, and I just think it's important to, to just remember that there's a light at the end of this tunnel and that, that you can get it back. And so take this time to maybe think about that and, and how, it might, how you might work on getting it back. So, 
So what I, what I, what I gleaned from you guys uh, in your response to that concern or question uh, is just the routine of exercising anyway. I mean, why should COVID-19 change the fact that we're exercising? I mean, whether you're running or cycling or walking or hiking or playing pickup ball at the gym or whatever, uh, there are benefits to, to working out despite what type of workout you're doing. And Mario, you, 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 you talked a lot about the body image, mental image. Uh, Chuck, you talked about some of the medical benefits, better sleep, bone density, et cetera, et cetera. So even though there's not races to train for, you still need to be concerned about just physical fitness overall, right? Well, that's stress release. You need to, to, to get that stress out. And what better way of, of just doing it by running and focusing on breathing instead of everything around you? You know, you're, 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 for, the last, for those five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you're not thinking about what's happening in the world, the issues, you know, you're releasing some stress, you're getting some beautiful sun, great oxygen, and, and you come away feeling good. You get, in, you get back in that car or get back home, you feel like a million bucks. And you, and you recall that and, and you, get the, you get it back slowly. You get it back slowly as opposed to, oh, you know, I used to be able to run 10 miles, now I can only run one. No, just being out there gives you that smile. You know it, Reggie. Yeah. It makes you yeah. feel good. You yeah. know, uh, one of the things that, uh, that's been really difficult for all of us is social isolation. And I, I've watched on Facebook some of our runners in IRC and even the Pacers here in Chino Hills. Uh, a lot of runners are still getting together. And so there's that social benefit. And I also think that even in the socializing, there's that, that motivation that comes with that. You know, Chuck, you and I, we have two or three other guys that we occasionally run with, you know, on Saturday mornings for our long run. And I tell you, man, uh, I went out yesterday and did my 18 miler by myself. And, uh, and I wasn't near as motivated out there as I am when I'm out there with you and Jim and, and others that run with us on Saturday morning. And so even getting together socially, I think there's, there's health in that as well, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you, you already know your own stories, Reggie. So you need to have someone else, you know, <laughs> hear your stories. <laughs> yeah, so you you got to have someone else say <laughs> Well, I think what we want to communicate to everybody then is continue running for the physical fitness, uh, the physical benefits. And uh, Mario and Chuck, one of the things that I thought about uh, before I asked the question is one of the things that motivates me physically is uh, we don't know when the races are coming back. And I've heard some runners say, well, when they open races back up, I'll start training again. Uh, one of the things that motivates me to keep running, and by the way, I think we were talking uh, before we came on, about how we've continued to run. But one of the things that motivates me is I don't want to get out of shape. Right. As soon as that first race opens up, man, I'm going to be ready to go. Right. Uh, and I'm 57 years old. And I know that if I get out of shape, it's going to take me a lot longer to get back in shape. So what motivates me is, is I know what it feels like. And I know what it's like to get out of shape and what it takes to get back in shape. You remember Chuck, a few years ago, I shut it down for a couple of months. 
you and I went out to do track work together and you were laughing at my pooch in the middle. Well, that ain't going to happen again, buddy. All right. Are you sure? <laughs> Where's those donuts? Uh, we'll see. So well, I'm going to give those to Mario. He's the donut man. All right. I'll take him, man. I'll take him. No, you, no you're right. There's pain there. When you, if you don't do track for eight months, all of a sudden you get back on track. Oh, that's going to be so painful. If you haven't done a nice 10 miler on a Saturday or Sunday, you get out there running eight miler on hills. Oh, you're going to hurt. And, and you're going to be so upset with yourself and, and that you let yourself go. You know, so there's that motivation of, like you said, don't get out of shape or at least don't get that badly out of shape and at least maintain some sort of maintenance, you know. And, and so when my runners call me and they say, you know, hey, I'm just doing blah miles, I'm just doing blah miles. I say, OK, that's fine. You're doing something, first of all. Second of all, every Wednesday. Give me a give me a course, a two mile course, three mile course, four mile course. That's going to be your time trial every 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 Wednesday. So now they have something that they shoot for, and now they're going to see the benefit the benefits slowly. They're going to see their time improve slowly, and and you know we're about time, we're about you know goal setting and stuff. That puts that that puts that uh, on them. So now they're looking forward to that Wednesday five k race or or four four miler, and you see the improvement, thus the motivation. Thus, you got something to reach for again, you know? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, uh, I completely agree. Um, I think it, it has to do not only with that, but I think it you have to be reflective in terms of where you were at last year and, and figure out the reasons why you stopped running and revisit that why. It's super important, you know, and give yourself, you know, have a plan, whether it's your own plan or you find somebody or a group of friends and you just talk about it and you reconnect socially um, even if it's just keeping each other accountable on Facebook or whatever your social platform is, you know, we, we always get poked for bragging about our runs and what have you on, on those types of things. But it's important that, you know, if you, you do that, that, you know, you share that with others and give them an opportunity to encourage you and poke a little fun back at you. Um, what have you, I'm surprised your 18 miler wasn't up on Facebook, Reggie, because, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> maybe you'll be up in a little bit. But. He must have run eight minute pace. I'm getting, uh, see? <laughs> I'm getting humble in my old age, okay? <laughs> if it doesn't look pretty ready, doesn't put it up there. Is that what I'm hearing? So, That's a great, great, great job, Coach Chuck. You're, you're right, because um, we see the post, and we see how they're doing, and we see the excitement, and it just, it just motivates you to, 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 to go do it, uh, do it again. And me, for myself as a coach, I study and analyze what, what they did, and I go, hey, what happened here? And it gets my, you know, it gets my coaches' uh, juices going, and and again, it motivates other people. And you, and I encourage you to just post it, just post it. Whether it's a one mile run, I walked, I walked two miles today. Someone's gonna say, you know what? I haven't walked two miles. I'm gonna go do it. And yeah, social media, Facebook, and uh, and I'm following all my my athletes and seeing what they're doing. And yeah, you know, I heart, I harp on them when they're not doing so well, and you know, the, they do a Reggie 18 miler, and you know, they don't post it. Well, I'm going to, after this video, I'm going to go back and uh, uh, post that on Facebook and Instagram because I'm sorry I let you guys down this time. All right. Well, so you did. You did. And just let me add to what Mario said. You know, it's important to post maybe that stuff on Facebook to stay connected, but don't take that stuff out on the runs with you. Like, uh, don't take the any of that social media stuff or whatever because that's got to be a safe place for you. And as Mario mentioned, psychologically, you just need that release and, and to just put that out of your mind and focus on whatever it is you want, but not that because that stuff can, it can steer you the wrong way. So, 
Well, Chuck, one of the reasons I was interested in having you uh, in this video is not only are you better looking than me and Mario, but uh, <laughs> uh, I've tracked you for the last six, seven years. I mean, you're a fairly new runner mm -hmm. and uh, you're very, uh, you read a lot. And, and I know that uh, a big part of your running is the mental game. I know you've done a lot of reading just on mental motivation, the psychological aspect of running, which leads me to my second question. During this pandemic, again, there's so much uncertainty as to when we're going to be training for actual races again. We've talked about the physical benefits. What are, what are some things that you could tell us about just mental motivation? Talk, let's talk a little bit about the psychology of running, the, uh, that inner discipline. Uh, so how can we mentally motivate ourselves to continue running? Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. I've, uh, I have done a lot of reading, research, what have you on men mental motivation, because that's something I struggled with in the, the early part of my, uh, my running days. But um, I think the first thing I say about that is um, control the controllable, you know, um, you can only control what you do. Um, so everything that's outside, no matter what, whatever it is, COVID or relationships, or, you know, anything that that wants to come into to to you um you can control what that is and you can block it out and you can decide if you're going to go out for that run that day or not um and there are a variety of things that can get in the way but ultimately you know th there has to be some sense of self-accountability and um you know you you need to develop that that thirst and that hunger to go out every day instead of maybe viewing it as something you have to do it should become something you want to do so um you know, so certainly um, control what you can. Um, also, especially right now, if, as there's a lot of people who haven't been running for a while, um, give yourself some some room to grow. Be patient. Um, don't go out and try to do a Reggie Thomas 18 miler uh, at eight or nine minutes a mile or whatever. But uh, you know, start out slow. Um, just take little little bits. You know, a mile or two a day. You know, then bump it up the next week a mile or two or whatever it is. But uh, start slow. Um, and just seek many victories to, to start, you know, start doing this. Um, I have a lot of tricks sometimes that I use in my earlier days, like setting all my gear out the night before. So when I'd wake up, it's already there or setting certain alarms or telling, you know, asking my family, how was that run today? So I knew if they were going to ask it, uh, that I'd better done it. Or even Reggie, uh, you know, you get a little bit of credit because you would always text me and ask me how my run was. And, you know, I, the worst fear was not being able to tell you that I bagged out on it or something. So, uh, you know, find an accountability person too, whomever it is, and uh, ask them just to share with you your, uh, you know, your progress. And, um, you know, so I'd say at least initially that's what, what, what I would use for motivation. Uh, that's, a, that's a great one, Coach. That is a great one. Make, make yourself accountable to somebody. Let them know, hey, I'm going to go do this. Or, or even post it, hey, I'm going to start training today or today was my first workout and you get a lot of kudos and stuff and it makes you feel good but yeah tell two three friends hey i'm, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna train every monday wednesday friday whatever it is and, and they're waiting for that that text or a post on wednesday how come you weren't there hey what happened on monday you never miss on monday you always show up on monday all of a sudden hey so you're accountable to somebody when you're accountable to somebody you're gonna show up you know, and you're gonna be miserable all day if you don't. So yeah, you, you, you make yourself accountable and you have people around you, you know, positive people around you who are gonna encourage you. And, and, and yeah, yeah, get you going, man. Yeah, accountability is huge. It's huge, whether that be a coach, 
or another running friend or your spouse. Uh, but that accountability, if somebody knows what your goals are, what your intentions are, and they're going to be asking you about it, I think you're more motivated then to, to do that. What about discipline, guys? I mean, how does discipline play into this whole motivation uh, thing? Well, I think it stems from why you run part of it. Um, so especially right now um, and from past to 2020, you really should always kind of know why you run. Um, and a lot of people have different reasons, whether it's times or fitness or racing or, you know, socially. Um, a lot of people, especially at our club, come out and they just like to hang out with people and run for a little while. And uh, um, so I think what excuse me. I'm sorry. Feel fit. Yeah. Feel, yeah, feel, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, it definitely starts out starts out with with the why you run. I think if you can identify the why, then the rest of it is a lot easier, you know, and it certainly can motivate you. And, and can you give you that discipline to, to understand, hey, I want to run sub whatever time in a marathon. And in order to do that, here's the things I need to do. And um, so that would be my first first comment on that. So, guys, let's go ahead, Mario. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that, was, that was a great, uh, great answer. Um, why? Why do we run? Why do we run? Uh, if we've been running. We've been running for seven, ten, fifteen, twenty years. We might get into a rut. We might get into a rut, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, COVID happens in March, April, and you're like, you know what? I needed that break, and, and that's fine. That, that's fine. Then if you want to take a break, but then you start cross training. You got to do uh, try try something new: yoga, swimming, cycling, spinning, whatever it is, uh, playing basketball, whatever it is. Um, you'll come back to running with a with a with a bigger uh, joy and, 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 and gusto to, to run again because you missed it. It's been so part of, so, so much part of your life for 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, whatever it is. That's kind of taken away sort of. When you come back to it, man, it, it's, it's all, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, and, and, and that's with that's what any, anything. That gets taken away from you for a while. You take a little break, that's fine. You, you're in a rut, you're, you're burned out. You're like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna try triathlons. You know, all of a sudden, boom. You get back into the running thing, glorious. So what I'm hearing you say, Mario, is uh, if you do decide to reduce running because you're burned out or you're in a rut, you're in a funk or whatever the case may be, uh, it's okay to take a, a brief break, but make sure you do something exactly. to maintain your fitness level. And I agree with you. If running is a true passion, after a, a nice little break, you're going to miss it. Oh, yeah. You're going to miss it. And I have actually gone through burnout, running burnout before. And I took some time off the time that I got the pooch, Chuck. You know, <laughs> I was going through a, a little bit of burnout. But let me tell you, man, when I came back, I was so excited to yep. be back out there. And I trained at a different level. And so there, there are some benefits to a brief break, right. uh, just not too long. But make sure you do something cardiovascularly. Uh, to maintain uh, those those systems that your body uses when you run, right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think, and you may know, Mario probably knows a little bit more about this than me, but most, I think, professional runners, there's a period of the year where they don't even run at all, like a, a month or, or six weeks, maybe even eight weeks, where it's after their major race of the year, they don't even yeah. put on the running shoes. So, um, you know, yeah. I think certainly, and they come back usually strong. I know Reggie... I've seen you after your your uh, burnout, and you came back a stronger runner after that. So um, you know, that, that's, uh, a, that's a great point. That's a great point. My my, uh, I, I learned this uh, in the '70s when my coach would say, "Okay, season's over. It's November, late November. 
I'll see you guys in January. And, and it's like, okay. And, and most of us did nothing. And we come back in January, slowly build up, get in shape for May and June. Then the coach would say, okay, I'll see you in a month, two months. And so I did that throughout my, my age group coaching in the, in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And then and, and now uh, when, when you reach that pinnacle, that, that marathon goal, you've been training for 25 weeks, you get there, I say, okay, give yourself a rest. Mentally and physically, you've just reached the, the, the ultimate running first marathon, half marathon, your first 10K race, whatever it was, take a little break whether it's a week, two weeks, three, and they come back and they're, they're excited, they're motivated, they're pumped up, and, and that's cool. And, and you, you avoid the burnout because if you train 365, my opinion, my opinion, if you train 365, you're going to burn out. You're going to get aches and pains, and, and, and it's going to hurt running as opposed to enjoy the, the beautiful day, the beautiful workout. Um, so, yeah, breaks, love the breaks. Uh, during the breaks, like you said, Coach Reggie, uh, um, cr uh, cross-training. Uh, go do yoga, try something new, go cycling, you know, try cycling, try that. That's mountain biking. Amazing. You know, and, and I, I did that. I went through a triathlon phase in the, in, in the eighties and I said, Oh no, I can't swim. Forget that. You know, and then I started <laughs> up again uh, in, in, uh, in 2000. It's like, uh, I got the, the Iron, Iron Man bug again. And then, and every time I came back to running, uh, it's love, you know, it's, it's joy. I remember 2011, Ryan Hall, uh, he placed fourth at the Boston Marathon, and uh, on that particular day, he was the fastest American runner. And he was interviewed afterwards, and they asked him what he's going to do. And he said, well, I'm going to follow my, my, my routine. He said, I do two marathons a year. I do a spring marathon and a fall marathon. He said, what I typically do is I will train four or five months. I'll run my spring marathon. He said, I'll take six to eight weeks off. And uh, this is where I got the pooch idea, Chuck. He said he liked, he liked to gain 10 or 15 pounds because mm -hmm. when he went back to training in eight weeks, that gave him motivation. He knew the yep. weight needed to come off. So mm -hmm. that, that gave him the motivation uh, to start training hard again. So he would start training another four or five months for his next marathon. And so uh, that was his routine. And he said it was important to refresh the body, but also refresh the mind. Yes. And so there's some benefits to that. Yeah. Well, real quickly, guys, I want to get to the next question, and that is a matter of structure. How do we structure our running when there's nothing to train for? What do you suggest? You know, typically, you know, we follow a plan four or five days a week. We have our long run on the weekend. We have a tempo run during the week. We do speed work. Do you suggest that same kind of format when there's no races? If not, what do you recommend? I think for me, uh, just speaking from personal experience, uh, I think it, I recommend whatever you feel like doing is I'll just say it's, it's, uh, you know, if you don't have a structure and don't have a race, um, I trained through 2020. I had actually a, a triathlon up until the very last, last November of 2020. So I had something to train for, but even after that, I still trained. I kind of have a, a weekly routine and I, if, I feel good when I do that. Like the body feels good and the, the mind feels good. And so as Mario mentioned earlier, you know, if you can go out and just clear the mind, if you get your workouts done in the morning, I have the best days when my, when I do my runs in the morning. Um, and so I think you need to do whatever you feel like doing. And as long as it's something, I'll just put it that way. So. No, that's great. I, I believe that as long as it's something, but I, I like to put something on paper. Because again, it makes me accountable. It's there. It's Monday. Okay, today is going to be 
I'm going to do some hill, hill workout, you know, three miles, four miles, whatever it is. And then uh, Tuesday, I'm going to reward myself. Since there's no track tonight, I'm just going to take the day off. You know, Wednesday comes around, I'm going to do a little bit of a longer run. And again, Thursday, you know what, I'm going to take a day off. But instead of day off, I'm going to cross train. I'm going to do uh, planks. I'm going to try to see how I can get to the five-minute plank. You know, and, and so small little goals, small little goals. And like I, I told you guys earlier, I had this gentleman, this gentleman set a, a Wednesday race, a Wednesday two-miler. And it ended up being a 3.1, actually, around Chino Hills. And that was his goal. That was his goal. So he was focused on that day. He was so focused on that day, and it excited him. It got him going, you know, and he was concerned about the long runs. And I said, don't forget the long runs. Don't worry. You're going to do the long runs, but you're still going to have legs enough to do the Wednesday. And, and so... He had a he had a schedule. He had a plan, and yeah, and typical new runners, you know, he had, had lots of questions, and he just walked them through it. And after six seven weeks, boom, knew the routine. He was excited for Wednesday, but he had it on paper, you know. And, and, and so, and I know I like things on paper. And here it is. Okay, it's Wednesday. I I I, I know what to do, but if I see it, you know, I was like, oh, okay, this and that, but. Uh, I like to send my, my, my runners, my athletes notes and texts and, hey, did you do Monday's run? Did you do Monday's run? No. Why not? <laughs> well, what I like about our running club is, uh, as you know, the L.A. Marathon, as far as I know, it's not canceled yet, but it was moved to May. And uh, we still put the L.A. Marathon training plan online. Uh, the club awesome. is following that. Um uh, you know, not everybody in the club runs LA, but a lot of people are following that plan. And I like what you said, Mario, because uh, a goal is more likely to be uh, done if you're held accountable and if it's written down. Yeah. And so the written plan in IERC gives our runners some structure, and uh, and I want to encourage our runners as many as possible to follow that. But if you if you're not following the LA Marathon plan. Uh, at least put something down uh, four days a week, five days a week, what days you're going to run, what type of run, even though it's not a specific structure for a specific race, it's for you. It gives you that accountability. It gives you that motivation. It gives you that discipline. Yeah. 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 And I, I'll add just to that. I, I've got two comments. Um, one is you, Mario mentioned, you, you mentioned starting kind of little bits and I think it's important to, to develop those habits where you, you figure out a way to just do a mile a week or a mile a day or three times a week. You, you, you have to figure out and then you stick to it, you know, and make it something usually, even if it's just a 15 minute walk every day, you know, something to get you motivated, something to get you moving. And then you'll, you'll feel really good if at the end of the week you say, Hey, my goal or my habit was to, I wanted to walk 15 minutes a day and you did it. Um, and um, so little habits, little steps are, are highly recommended. And I'd also say that, you know, if you don't know where to get the advice about what to do, um, talk to your friends, talk to your fellow runners, or even find a coach. Um, there are coaches like Reggie who coach for free. Um, and, uh, you know, so hit him up or uh, find Mario a coach. Does, Mario does too. He yeah, coaches yeah. Free. yeah. No, 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 no. No, he coaches for donuts. 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 Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, find somebody to help you with a plan if you can't do it on your own or you don't know what to do. The club has a ton of resources. Um, they're, like you mentioned, Reggie, um, the plan you write for the club is is online. It, um, so 
Um, if nothing else, just look at that. Um, but know what you're doing when you go out. You don't want to go out and do an 18-mile run if you haven't run for six months. That would probably be a bad idea. Um, so um, get some advice along with, with or run, run your thoughts of what you want to do by somebody that, uh, that can help you determine if that's a, a good thing or maybe not such a good thing. Well, guys, great, thank you comment. so much. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. You guys were very, very knowledgeable, very insightful, very helpful. And uh, to our IERC family, I hope you found this to be beneficial. And uh, if you have any questions, you can get in touch with Mario. Uh, he's a friend of our club. Chuck's a part of our club. So feel free to get in touch with any of us. Any of us, we'd be happy to work with you uh, on the discipline of running, uh, getting you on a plan if you're not following the LA Marathon training plan. But if you have any questions at all, um, feel free to get in touch with us. So thanks for joining us. And uh, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the video. And uh, Mario, your donuts are in the mail, okay? <laughs> all right, Goodbye. thanks a lot, guys. Thanks guys, thank you. I appreciate it, thank you.